Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Hammer and Nigel. Can you believe these characters are weirdos? On 93 WIBC. So let's rock it! My name is Nigel. Brian Baker is filling in for Jason Hammer. I don't know what to think about inflation, man. Like, I'm watching 60 Minutes the other day. I swear to God, Brian, I I swore off 60 Minutes when they did that hit piece on DeSantis, the pay-for-play with the... uh, with the uh, with the jabs with the vaccines and publics that was uh-huh. all such a load of bs for some reason i turned it on the other day and janet yellen who's a ball of fun just a big <laughs> big bundle of energy the energy or, Party gal. Uh, the yeah the treasury secretary janet yellen saying hey you know what actually inflation's going to be much lower by the end of 2023 the stuff i have in front of me here says that inflation has a potential to skyrocket um, 70% chance for a recession in 2023. Uh, you're a guy that's worked in this industry. You worked in um, uh, financial broadcasting for a number of years. Yeah. Where, where are we landing here with inflation and a possible recession? Well, I, I think it's uh, Janet Yellen saying, actually, in, inflation is going to be coming down. What she doesn't say in that interview is that that's because we'll be in a recession. <laughs> you know, gas prices coming down, prices dropping. It's because there's this huge drop in demand and consumers are scared to death about what's coming down the down the road here in 2023. And what's really frightening, Nige, is... You know, the Federal Reserve, they have hiked rates. I think we're up about four and a half percent when you total all of the uh, the rate hikes that they've they've had. And they're not done yet. I mean, Jerome Powell has hinted that in the first of uh, next year, they're going to continue to move in this direction to try and get inflation under control. But but does it, let me ask that, you that. Let me ask. So, so they they are trying to um, lower inflation, like the jobs report a couple of months ago. Everybody was dosy doing and grabbing their asses and yeah. high five and saying, "Oh, it was jobs mm-hmm. report. They beat all our expectations." And I'm saying beating expectations could be a bad thing in this case because the Fed again will hike interest rates and they're trying to slow down the economy to lower the inflation. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, that's one of the reasons they've been able to continue to go down this path with hiking rates is because the job market, it's been pretty resilient, but it's not going to stay that way. And one of the consequences of trying to bring the economy uh, down to a crawl here and get things under control is going to be that a lot of folks are going to lose their jobs and it's going to be tough in 2023. And so President Biden getting out there doing these victory laps, which is all he does on Twitter. And I don't know if you're aware of this or not, Nigel, but I I follow the president on Twitter and sometimes (laughs) I I have one or two things to say to him, or I follow the people who pretend to be uh, (laughs) President Biden on Trump or on on Twitter. Uh, The other day, the man used an emoji, but he's doing uh, victory (laughs) laps about how inflation is coming down, and he's got all these plans in the works. You know, my favorite one yesterday was he was talking about this factory they're building, and by the way, he says, you know, these jobs are going to pay 125 grand a year, and I thought, yeah, what he doesn't tell you is by the time that factory is built, 125 grand a year will be an average. $7,000 
salary. Salary, he'll be like 50 grand in today's dollars. Thanks, President Biden. Oh, geez. Yeah, it, I, I do think that it's going to be tough. And, you know, I don't know exactly how it washes out, because traditionally what happens when the economy slows is that the government would increase spending and the Federal Reserve would cut rates. But they're not going to do that. You know, I think they're they're looking at the labor market and going, OK, we may just have to sacrifice some jobs here in order to get things under control on the inflation side. So it's going to be rough, man. And some things I don't know how they're going to ever bring the costs down because, you know, listen, traditionally, like when rates go up and mortgage rates go up yeah. then housing prices generally fall, but we've still got a housing shortage. So uh, th- that's going to be a problem where you've got all of these these young buyers out there that, that want to get homes. But I don't know how they're going to do that. Plus, you have these corporations that are buying up single family homes and renting them. So yeah. that further, you know, uh, strangles the uh, the supply. It's not a good situation we're in. So man. you so you disagree when the Treasury Secretary Yellen goes on Stephen Colbert. Could you imagine being a late night talk show host and, uh, and, and having geez. having the Treasury Secretary on? What does this guy become? <laughs> but anyway, she goes on to basically say what she said in 60 Minutes is that, you know, she's got an optimistic tone concerning inflation and a cool down in 2023. And she also said that a recession is not required to get prices back under control. And that's uh, doesn't it doesn't really seem like that's the way you see things. No, I, I see us more likely in a stagflation Ooh, scenario. But God, let's also worse. not forget that Janet Yellen is the gal who said that inflation was going to be transitory. Yeah, now she tells the the party yeah. line. So yeah, this is this is not uh, you know the, some uh, great uh, you know seer into the future. You well, know? Could you imagine getting tickets to Stephen Colbert and you don't know who's going to be the guest that night? Oh, is it going to be Chris <laughs> Pratt? Is it going to be Dave Matthews, the musical guest? Please, everybody, welcome. But, Treasury Secretary Yellen. But see, she look at that, man. I mean, it shows you why late night TV, one of the reasons why it sucks, because they're doing the bidding of the Biden administration, man. You think Johnny Carson would have had somebody as boring as Janet Yellen? He on wouldn't have program? had anybody. Nobody knew what Johnny Carson's politics were. No, no. But it just goes to show you, you know, she's going to be a lousy guest and is going to be terrible. But the Biden administration has got to get her out there, you know, and making the rounds and trying to reach their voting uh, demographic. And so, all right, well, we'll get her booked on Colbert. It's gross the way they just work hand in glove with these people. It's not. I mean, like Colbert is a guy that can engage and that can make his guests funny. But I don't see you can't make the Treasury secretary funny. You can't do She's it. She's not going to be the gal it. at the party who has the lampshade on her yeah. head. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, speaking of Johnny Carson, though, just a side note that made me think of one of the one of the best documentaries I've ever seen concerning late night television was um, Johnny Carson, King of Late Night, and I don't know if it's on Netflix right now or might be on Amazon Prime right now. But if you are even just a little bit of a fan of Johnny Carson, it takes him, it takes you through the whole story of how. Um, you know his whole the whole lineage uh, and timeline of his career. It's absolutely yeah. fascinating. He was an amazing talent. I mean, I was yeah. I, for you know I, I remember watching Johnny Carson uh, when I was young. You know, my parents would watch him, and then I I remember you know the late night wars it, and when Carson retired and all yeah. of that happening. There was massive levels of talent in late night television back then. Now, I mean, I don't even know if they're able to generate much of a profit no, no, at all because no, no, no one watches it. Yeah, Jimmy Fallon's having to apologize for tussling President Trump's hair all those years ago. <laughs> 
for making for humanizing. Remember when that weenie did that? He had him on during the campaign or before he's elected president and said, is that your real hair? And then tussled his hair and then wound up having to apologize to the woke Twitter mob for humanizing the president of the United States. That's where we're at now with these idiots. I know. It's sick, man. I it, Really, the last really good late-night host that I liked was, believe it or not, Conan O'Brien, who came on the air and was so terrible oh, when he first launched yeah. in 93. Man, but he was yeah, I good. mean, he was legitimately Letterman's successor. He did amazing stuff. And actually, when he went over to TBS, gosh, man, that guy was great with yeah. doing remotes. So smart and so funny. And after that, man, I mean, that was the end. They just kept plugging in guys that used to be on Saturday Night live and figuring all right well this is going to work out okay well clearly not jimmy fallon is no great talent man he's no johnny carson that's for sure